to Joanne Goodwin and Brett Allman, two incredibly authoritative, experienced voices will be speaking over the next month at various times with us online about this important topic of mental health. And like each one of them said, and like I agree with as well, this is a conversation that cannot be ignored and we need to have this conversation because it is important. The conversation that Brett Allman is going to be having will be open on Zoom. And we only have a hundred spaces available for this particular event. And so make sure you are subscribed to our mailing list for all of the details on how you will be able to register and sign up for this important talk that will take place on Zoom. However, the talk that Brett is going to be doing on February the 14th will be part of our regular live stream, and therefore there's no limit to that particular gathering online. But you will want to make sure you register for the Zoom conversation that will give you one-on-one access and be able to have questions answered with Brett. And then Joanne Goodwin will be with us online on February the 28th as well, as we dedicate a significant amount of time in the month of February to have this important conversation on mental health. I trust it will be a blessing to you. Over these last couple of weeks, we've been talking about something that I believe is incredibly important. We've been talking about focus and where our focus should be. We've talked about a lot of things, and today we're going to be wrapping this little mini-series up before we get into some more exciting mini-series in the coming days. Can you believe that Easter is just around the corner? Easter is just around the corner, and we're already making plans for Easter online as a church family. I'm really excited to share with you for just a few moments this morning as we continue to talk about focus. Once we start walking with God, once we make a decision to begin our journey, to begin our lives walking with God, then I believe it's my conviction that God will begin to use us. In other words, once we begin to walk with God, we will begin to be used by God. Jesus does not want our focus and full attention so that we can just have a happy life. You see, God desires, His desire is to use you and I to reach a world that is focused elsewhere. And here's the best part. We don't have to do this alone. You see, God promises to walk this road with us as we point people to Him. In fact, Jesus even lays out a step-by-step guide for us to follow. You will see it. Check it out with me. In Matthew, Matthew in the Bible, in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. Check out these verses. These are, these are incredible words. The Bible says, Therefore, go. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. 
in teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is an amazing time. This is an amazing time in our history. This is an amazing time to serve Jesus. As I mentioned a few moments ago over the last several weeks, we've touched on a lot of different places of focus and where our focus ought to be. We've been challenged to keep focusing on the good in our lives. We've been reminded to keep our focus on Christ. And we have talked about and been reminded of our future and how much God does have a plan for our future. He cares a lot about our future of serving Him. Today, as we close out this series, we're going to check out one of the most important facets of our faith and our focus. And that is our mission. Our discussion on mission has to start with an understanding and a clear picture of what God's mission is. So what is God's mission? Perhaps you've never even given this some thought. What is God's mission? There are many different mentions, many different places of God's mission in the Bible. But one of the clearest references to God's mission is found in the book of Habakkuk. And Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 14, says these words, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. You see, in this verse that we see in Habakkuk, God's mission is that the entire earth, is that the entire world would know about God's glory. That's God's mission. That the entire world, that all people would hear about the life-changing message of hope of Jesus. How do we know what God's glory is like? We know this by knowing God. By knowing God Himself through His Son, Jesus Christ. So now that we know what our mission is, let's talk about, for just a few moments today, how God intends to accomplish it. We just need to go to the Word of God as our roadmap to discover how God intends to accomplish this mission. In Matthew Matthew chapter 28, the final chapter of the book of Matthew, the last few statements that Jesus says to his disciples are telling us exactly how to partner with God and his mission for this world. Starting in verse 19, here's what Jesus says. Therefore, go, we'll read it again. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciplines, teach these new disciples to all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always even 
to the end of the age. These are powerful words. These are directive words. These are encouraging words because they tell us exactly what we need to do. Again, they show us where our focus ought to be. Now, with these powerful words that we've just read from Jesus, Jesus tells us a few things. In fact, Jesus tells us three different things in particular, guiding us as we focus on our call to reach the world. The first of which is where to go. We're told very clearly in these verses, in these words from Jesus, we're told where to go. There seems to be a popular misconception in the Christian world that missions is solely overseas. It only takes place overseas. Verse 19 of this chapter in Matthew is a verse people often use to point in support of this idea. However, what if we were to look elsewhere in the New Testament in verse in, in chapter in the in, in the book of Acts rather, chapter eight, verse Chapter 1, rather, verse 8. It's easy to get a little bit tongue-twied. Tongue-twied. Tongue-tied. <laughs> We're having quite a time here this morning. But if you go over to Acts chapter 1, verse 8, we see another verse that I'd like to draw your attention to for just a moment here this morning. This is a follow-up to Luke's gospel account. And here's what Jesus says in the book of Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Listen to these words. But you will receive power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. And now listen to these next words. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. You see, in this verse, Jesus shows us an important principle of starting from within and working your way out. In essence, we have to be we have we have to be people who understand the importance of God's mission right here in our very own community. For some of us, the main thing in the way of that happening is our availability and our obedience to step out. Throughout this last several weeks, we've talked seriously about the choice we have to step out in faith. For some of us, that looks like sharing the good news of Jesus with one of our coworkers. For others, it looks like having a conversation about Jesus with a relative or family member. Whatever that step looks like for you, Jesus makes it clear. The mission field for us is not just overseas, but rather it's, it's right here as well. It's right where you are. It's in your backyard. It's in our living rooms. It's in our place of work, our social media, 
prayer for him. You know, I believe that many people underestimate the power of social media and how it can be used by God to reach our communities and offer hope. You see, God's desire is to use you and me. And I want you to miss this this morning. God's desire is to use you and use me as vessels to accomplish His purposes. The next part of Jesus' statement in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, is moving from where we go to what we are to say. Moving from where we are to what we're supposed to say. The call to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ involves not only the act of going, but also teaching and baptizing. Baptism is something that we offer, that we often do after someone comes to faith in Jesus Christ. It is an amazing moment in someone's journey after they have accepted Christ. It is an amazing part of their decision and their journey when we join together and we baptize them in water. Jesus spent much of his earthly ministry teaching the disciples in nearby crowds. For instance, in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 through 7, Jesus teaches new commands to the people listening. And many of these commands were in reference to the Old Testament law that many of the listeners would have been really familiar with as Jews. However, Jesus did not intend for these teachings to stay within us. Instead, His desire for us is to read them, receive them, and share them. In my experience, people who are a whole lot more receptive to the things you share with them if they know that you love them. Much of what Jesus models in His ministry is this very thing. In John chapter 13, verse 34, Jesus gives a new commandment when He calls us to love each other. Listen to these words. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. The question is, are you modeling this? The question is, are you modeling this in your life every day? Is it easy for someone in your family or a close friend group to know we love them? What about those who are further away from us in proximity? What about those who we don't interact with much day to day? You see, Jesus desires that before we teach, we show. Before we teach, we show the love of Christ to all those around us. That is how God's mission will be accomplished through us, His people. There is one more part of Jesus' statement in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, that we can't overlook. This can't be missed when we talk about focusing on our mission. And that is that Jesus promises something. 
He just promises to be with us. He is with us always. From the very beginning of time, God's intention was to be as close to His people as possible. If we flip back all the way to the very beginning of the Bible, in Genesis chapter 3, sin acted as a separating factor. However, here in this verse, as the entire Gospel of Matthew comes to a close, Jesus makes the promise that He will always be with us through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know what this means, friends? And, and this is exciting. This is awesome when you realize the truth of what we're learning and discovering in God's Word. What this means, and let's be reassured, let's be comforted by this truth as we, as we think about this this morning. It means that no matter where we go, what we do, He is with us. God is with us. The disciples, Jesus' audience, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, they had many opportunities to witness the power of the Holy Spirit in their own lives. They knew, they knew that Jesus was with them through this power. And I wonder how many times I wonder how many times they still doubted. I wonder if you have been in similar situations. Situations like Peter, as we mentioned a few weeks ago, when he walked on the water towards Jesus. Well, you know that there's something sustaining you, but you still doubt. Friends, God's mission. The mission that God is calling us to, it includes you, and it includes me. And I am so thankful this morning that God desires to use us, to use me, to use you. The question is, are you allowing Him to use you? Are you opening up your life him to use you in ways that perhaps you didn't even know were possible. Over these last couple of weeks, I, I hope my prayer is that you've been able to see and experience the importance of our focus. When we lose our focus in the things that matter, we will slowly but surely start to walk away from Christ. Like Peter, we will sink into the sea. But Christ desires that we stay in a constant and growing relationship with Him. I ask you today, what is currently, as we've been talking about focus over these last several weeks, I ask you today, just this simple question today, what is currently in the way from you growing in Christ? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that to you. And maybe there's more than one thing in your life and you just know 
that there are things that are in the way of you growing every single day in your relationship with Christ? What is making you lose your focus? What is distracting you from the things that God wants to do in your life and your family right now? And lastly, who? Who is God calling you to focus on today to advance the mission? To advance his mission. Who is God placing in your life right now that He wants you to mentor, that He wants you to reach and make their lives a little bit brighter with the hope of Jesus Christ? I believe that if we learn to focus on Christ, we will see transformation we will see renewal in our lives that will flow out of our lives to those around us. Let's pray together this morning. Would you join me? Lord, thank you. Thank you for this time that we have had together online this morning. Lord, I pray right now for those who are perhaps joining us today that have never made a commitment to follow you. Lord, I pray that they would join in a prayer like this in their hearts. Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. Lord, I know that you came and you died for me. Lord, today I place my focus on you. Lord, today I ask you to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Help me to live for you from this day forward. And Lord, together we ask that you would take what we have learned and discovered from your word over these last several weeks as we have looked at focus that, Lord, you would help us to place our focus on you. Lord, that we would fix our gaze on you and the things that truly matter in life. Lord, thank you for this time that we've had today. And we pray your blessing upon the remainder of each and every one of our days as we press on serving you. In Jesus' name, in your name we pray. Amen. Please make sure you subscribe to the mailing list at myfamily.church. Also, please make sure that you are following us on all of the social media platforms. Myfamily.church. You can find Southport Church on Facebook and on Instagram, where all of the announcements that I've talked about today will be clearly outlined for you to know what is coming. I also want to mention today that if you have a young person, if you have a young person in your family, in your household, between the ages of 13 and 18, we would love to send you the Zoom link for our Youth Alpha program that is taking place once again today at 3 p.m.
let us know. Send me an email at david at myfamily.church or text me at 519-270-9582 and we will make sure that we send that link to you as we invest in the next generation. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us today.